welcome back to another edition of the Bavarian Podcast Work Show, Dara Ausblick, where we will take a quick look at the upcoming Bundesliga showdown between first place Bayern Munich and second place RB Leipzig. This should be an excellent, excellent match. I think this is one we've all been looking forward to. Of course, a little bit of the luster has been lost on this one due to some of the injuries and suspensions that have occurred over the past couple of weeks. So let's just take a quick look at where each team is at in the standings. And of course, Bayern Munich sits atop the Bundesliga table with 61 points. And they've performed well in their last five games. They have four wins and one loss. As for RB Leipzig, they are, of course, in second place at the table with 57 points. And over their last five games, they have four wins and one draw. Obviously, right now, this is the two best teams in the Bundesliga. They will square off, go toe-to-toe, -to -toe, and battle it out. Obviously, the outcome of this game specifically will not determine first place, but it will go a long way in determining how close this race will be over the course of the next few weeks. Uh, of course, Bayern Munich is still the favorite no matter what, but RB Leipzig is going to give a challenge that I think we all anticipated heading into this season. Obviously, Julian Nagelsmann is a great coach. He's really rallied this team, and they have performed exceptionally well under him. Let's take a quick look at the injuries uh, and how the rosters will be affected coming into this one. Obviously, for Bayern Munich, we know that there are two suspensions. Uh, Alfonso Davies picked up a red card against the AFB Stuttgart in the last game. And Jerome Boateng is also suspended due to his yellow card accumulation. The big injury for Bayern Munich is obviously Robert Lewandowski, who will miss the match and probably miss a few more weeks with a knee injury that he sustained over the international break with Poland. Uh, obviously, this is a huge blow for Bayern Munich, and this is kind of the theme that we'll talk about as we cover Bayern's prospective or perspective, um, prospective uh, lineup in a few minutes. Um, but we'll hit RB Leipzig's, uh, their lineup right now as well. Obviously, they will be missing Marcel Halstenberg, who is in quarantine right now because he played backgammon uh, with Borussia Mönchengladbach's Jonas Hoffmann while the two were on international break with Germany. Unfortunately for Hausenberg, uh, the night before Hoffman was, uh, before he produced a positive test result, Hausenberg had played backgammon with Hoffman. So now Hausenberg has had, is pretty much sentenced to 14 days of quarantine. And it's really, really unfortunate for him personally because he has produced multiple negative tests and the local health authorities are still holding him back. So. He will not be available. As for some other players who are banged up and or won't be playing, uh, Angelino, obviously the tremendously talented uh, defender for RB Leipzig, who has just been excellent uh, flying up the flanks. Uh, he is banged up, and we don't know at this point if he will play or not. But uh, if he cannot go, that will be a huge loss for RB Leipzig. Uh, even though they have great defensive depth on the team, he has just been kind of the motor of the unit for them. And he uh, he provides so much to the team. And if he's missing, they'll definitely be feeling that. Um, obviously, uh, Conrad Leimer, who fractured an ankle uh, last August, I believe, he is, will be out of action. 
Uh, Kevin Campbell has a yellow card, yellow card accumulation suspension. And one of the, the players that I think we were all looking forward to seeing uh, really try and impact the Bundesliga race was Dominic Shabasloy, who came over to RB Leipzig from uh, Red Bull Salzburg over the winter transfer window. He has not been active. He's been battling an injury himself, and it would have been a lot of fun to see him in this, this kind of match. But unfortunately, it looks like he will still be unavailable as well. So... Like I said earlier, some of the luster has been taken off of this matchup. Unfortunately, both teams are missing some star players who would have been very impactful in the game. So that's just the way it goes at this time of year. Teams start to accumulate injuries. Things start to linger and become worse. And in Lewandowski's case, it was just kind of a freak play in the international break during the game uh, between Poland and Andorra, which will probably live in infamy for all Bayern fans, given that it not only is costing, uh, you know, the team having Lewandowski in this key period of the season, but it's also really taking uh, Lewandowski out of the hunt to break Gerd Muller's record, which is something I think everyone was looking forward to seeing if he could actually follow through and get that done. I mean, as of now, depending on when Lewandowski comes back, he could have anywhere from three to four games, most likely three, to, to try and make that happen. But it, it'll be tight, and it'll be really tough for him. I think had he not gotten injured, he would have been in excellent shape to break that record. So transitioning from Lewandowski being hurt, we'll now try and take a quick look at how Hansi Flick will ultimately replace Lewandowski in the lineup. And I know a lot of people have been targeting Eric Maxim Choupo-Moting as the obvious replacement. He's Lewandowski's backup. He would be a seamless fit who could just slide right into that uh, spot up top and play. And, and that's a great thought. It really is. Uh, I think over the course of this season, Choupo has proven that he can be a capable backup. Uh, in this match, however, I, I don't know if that's the way I would, I would go. And as I said, during the emergency podcast when we found out about Lewandowski's injury earlier this week. I would tend to go with Serge Gnabry up top. I would use Kingsley Coman on the left wing, and I would use Leroy Sané on the right wing, and I would have Thomas Muller playing the 10 behind them. I think this gives Bayern the most potent lineup, the one that could challenge that very strong defense from RB Leipzig the most. I would just want to challenge RB Leipzig with pace, and with skill, and I think if you have those three leading the charge with Muller right behind them, it's going to not only create a lot of chaos for that RB Leipzig defense, but it will also open up space for Muller, who knows exactly how to exploit it and hopefully would be able to fill in and take some of that scoring burden off of players like Gnabry and Sané and Coman and, and, and hopefully see him shoulder that. Uh, see Muller take on that load and that responsibility and be able to contribute that way. I think this is an excellent opportunity for Muller to show the world once again that he's not just a player who's great at exploiting space. He's not just a player who is great at setting his teammates up. He's an a overall, all-around great player on both sides of the pitch. And for him to go out and show that he's still got that scoring knack that he was known for earlier in his career think it would be great for him to establish that once again and, and and open some people's eyes up globally. I mean, those of us who watch the Bundesliga 
uh, religiously know how great Mueller is. And I think even fans from other clubs would probably acknowledge just how good Mueller has been over the course of his career. Mueller just does not get the credit globally that he probably deserves. So I know that I'm personally hoping he takes this opportunity, he grabs the bull by the horns and really shows the world how great he can be. So behind that front four, obviously, you're going to go with Joshua Kimmich and Leon Goretzka. Those two are the best midfield pivot in the world. I will fight anyone, argue anyone uh, with that point. They've just been excellent. Uh, since Hansi Flick has put that pairing together, I really can't think of any two midfielders that have been as good as those two. So I'm looking forward to see how they help contribute offensively because I think that their presence is going to be greatly needed to help the team succeed over the course of the next few weeks. Defensively, the lineup is pretty easy to figure out given that Boateng and Davies are out. I think that we'll see Flick go with Lucas Hernandez or Luca Hernandez on at left back, David Alaba at center back with Nicolas Sula, and then at right back we'll obviously see Benjamin Pavar. So that would be the way uh, I would line up, and I'd have of course Manuel Neuer in between the sticks. So I think that lineup presents the best option to challenge RB Leipzig's uh, tremendous defense. And within that defense, you're going to see a lot of talent depending on how Nagelsmann aligns his team up. Obviously, they have Diogo Meccano, Ibrahimo Kanate, Lucas Klosterman, uh, Billy Orban. I mean, you could go down the list. There are so many good, talented players that Nagelsmann can, can roll out. And I think that you know, not only is Nagelsmann's select, squad selection going to be interesting to see play out, uh, defensively especially, uh, but it'll be interesting to see how those players that he picks, uh, how they do against Bayern's front line. So this is really going to be a challenge for both teams. Uh, right now, I have Bayern Munich winning this one 2-1. I think that it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be a battle in every sense of the word. I mean, these are two very talented teams. They're going to go head to head. I think it's going to be physical. I think we're going to see moments where you're going to see that skill that both teams have on display. But ultimately, I think Bayern is tough. They're more talented. They've got better depth at this point. And uh, I just feel like this is a game that they're going to win. Sometimes teams really can rally when missing a star player. And I think this is going to be an opportunity for the rest of the Bayern Munich lineup not to feel sorry for themselves, but to come out and show that you know, they're great players too. Obviously, Lewandowski gets a lot of the attention, and rightfully so. He's the best player in the world right now. But this is a good chance for players like Leroy Sané and Serge Gnabry and Kingsley Coman for them to come out and show how good they are as well. Uh, Bayern Munich, of course, being in the Bundesliga, <laughs> gets criticized a lot for being in a Farmers League, which we love to have fun with over on the site. So uh, this is a good opportunity for, for those other players who aren't Lewandowski to go out and, and show the world that, hey, Lewandowski is not the only one who can beat up on these teams in the Farmers League. Okay, so uh, I think this, you know, this is going to be a tough one. I'm really excited about watching the game because it just presents so many great individual matchups on the pitch aside of just how the two coaches and how the two squads overall match up. Uh, this should be a great one. I think that we're going we're gonna to be privileged to watch it. And this should be good for everybody. It should be good for Leipzig. It should be good for Bayern. 
And, you know, once this game is over, Bayern Munich's immediate focus will go over to PSG, which I'm sure, you know, it's going to be a whole different scenario for how that that is all matched up and how things go with that. So uh, once again, thanks for joining us in this there Ausblick episode. We appreciate all of your support. Drop us some comments in the post for this one. You can also hit us on Twitter. You can reach me directly at the Barrel Blog on Twitter, and you can hit Tommy Adams up on the site account at Bavarian FB Works. We love interacting with you guys. So thanks again for listening, and we will see you next time.